what is going on? Everybody is Thursday, December 30th, 2021. Season two, episode six of the Tail Goats. My name is Will Finn. I am by myself because I have super blood and coronavirus has no effect on me, allegedly. Somehow, some way, Andy and Mark are both getting over it. They are almost over it. Um, How in the world I have not gotten it and I'm around it every day at work is beyond me but whatever 26 episode in total second er, second season episode six we did this random leaving of the seasons <laughs> and uh i don't know how else to put it maybe we just randomly pick when we do another season but here we are season two episode six a little bit different in an episode because I'm back by myself and I'm going to see how well this flows in the future if I have to do another one by myself because God only knows where the hell this thing's going to go. Um, we're going to mess around with Discord and get them on Discord at some point uh, remotely, but here we are. I'm going to give you guys a little bit of a recap of, and maybe some of the listeners out there don't really know um, the powering of this podcast is by Go Cleveland Productions and we had a big, big year this year. It's 17 weddings. That's our record. And we did it in the second year of a pandemic. And some shout outs that we have to give to are some of the weddings. <laughs> Taylor Branisell. Listen, this was a really, really fun wedding. I, I had a blast. He gave me a hard time today because I put that um, there was a wedding that was the number one wedding of the year. He's like, oh, geez. And we were going through the points and different things of weddings of what, what uh, weddings gets points for and what gets deducted. Taylor, your wedding was awesome. I had a blast with you and your wife. Our very own Mark Sersic this this year got married. I was a groomsman and I DJed the wedding as well. Um, him and his wife, Christina Iacona, which I'm going to call her that because she has yet to uh, get her name changed. Christina, tired of writing you checks and you having to go to the bank and do weird things with it because Christina has been behind the scenes helping me out with Go Cleveland Productions pretty much since day one. Mark and Christina, both huge supporters of what I've done DJing and literally every different uh, adventure I've taken, they've been on board and super supportive. Our very own Bread and Cutting. He was one of the original goats that was kind of behind the scenes and getting things uh, off the ground. Unfortunately, he moved to Florida. But I did his wedding as well a few weeks ago. That was a banger. Bunch of the guys on the baseball team were there. So much fun. And recapping of the people that listen and not listen. UFC newcomer Colin Anglin and his wife. I went up to Michigan and did their wedding. That was so much fun. And getting to see Cody and, and Bobby and all the fighters and their friends and family um, that I've got to know over the years. They've been super supportive of what um, we're doing here in Cleveland, Ohio. And we've been big, big supporters of what they're doing all over the United States. Cody with another big fight coming up in Vegas. I, once again, I have a wedding. Why can't I go to this fight? Oh, man. Cody, I promise I'm going to be at one of your fights. And it's funny that... I, the last fight I think I saw was in Detroit, and Jess has seen you fight in person since I have, and I wasn't even there. So I'm going to have to get uh, on that. Sorry. Win this one and get one more in the UFC. So I, and obviously, I want you, you both in the UFC for a long time. Get this one out of the way and get another one, out, and I'll be there. We launched the Tail Goats podcast. Obviously, you're listening to the podcast. You guys have been awesome supporting us throughout this venture. 
26 episodes with this episode, we will hit 1,000 downloads on the year. And it's not even a whole calendar year because we launched in April. We're sitting at 989 downloads. When you hit play on the download, if you're listening to this, I want you to send me. I'm listening right now. I want to know who the 1,000th download is. We can't wait to celebrate that. What went into it, powered the once again, Go Clean Productions powered the podcast. We got an awesome camera, all the podcast equipment, and obviously the Goat's Pen, which is our studio and where I'm going to be DJing tomorrow night for New Year's Eve. A little bit more on that in a minute. And, you know, the crown jewel of what um, Go Clean Productions was able to pull off this year, and which what we had been trying to pull off for two years now is we originally wanted to buy a trailer that I could DJ from. Uh, DJ Smooth ended up talking me out of that and waiting till I could find the right um, cargo van, which I'm calling it a truck just because I hate calling it a cargo van, my truck that I could DJ from. You know, r and Renovations, they outdid themselves. Unbelievable. Rick Rakowski, amazing work on the van, truck, whatever you want to call it. I can open the window, pull a, um, pull a, a generator out, literally hook up my laptop and start DJing. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. You can put, I have two 50 pound CO2 can, uh, tanks in there that are attached to cannons. Unbelievable. Cannot wait to use it in the warm weather. We've been using these tanks in the cold weather and it's like 20 seconds and the tank is empty. So we burn through it like it's nothing. I just, I want to thank everybody, everybody that's taken part or helped out with any of the events. Um, looking forward Going uh, going forward, Go Clean Productions next month, January. Only two events on tap right now. I'm going to try to talk about these events a little bit more on the podcast near the end, just so everybody knows what's going on. Obviously, uh, not officially January. Tomorrow night, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on my Twitch channel, www.twitch.tv backslash go underscore clee underscore DJ. I will be DJing from 9 till 1 a.m. for New Year's Eve. A lot of 2021 hits and then all my favorite music I like to play. We have one more tailgate, the Bengals home game. We'll be in the Muni lot. That'll start, I mean, the lot opens at 5 a.m., but, I mean, some people show up at, like, 7, 38 o'clock. The majority of people show up around 10 o'clock. And then we got one-way wedding, co-worker. So, enough about that, because I'm here by myself and want to knock some of that out, so I'm not just putting out a five-minute podcast, because I'm really going to run through a lot of this stuff right now and how I feel. Christmas Day, Browns were losers to the Packers, 24 to 22. Um, there's not really much I want to talk about this game other than, you know, everybody's down the dumps about Baker Mayfield. Some people are positive. The majority of people in Cleveland are very negative. The people that sent death threat threats to him and death threats to his wife are a bunch of losers. There's no room for that whatsoever. I don't know what possesses anybody to get behind a keyboard and talk any sort of trash to any of these people. Yeah, the professionals, and they they should be able to take some of the trash talk, and, and, and it's expected. But Jesus Christ, sending death threats? It's a sport. I, I'm here in my basement talking sports on a microphone because I love it. I, I, I don't send death threats. I fully expect nobody that listens to this podcast either is doing any of that. I, I just can't even imagine. I can't even imagine. Anyways, looking at the AFC North, it's the tightest division in football. Bengals sit on top by a game. They're 9-6. The Ravens are in second place. 
eight and seven, one game behind the Bengals. Steelers are seven seven and have that one pesky tie. We've talked about ties on this podcast ad nauseum. They're stupid. The Browns sit in last place, seven and eight. So, easiest road to the playoffs is by winning the division, and there is some math available. The Bengals are going to play the Chiefs at home, okay, in Cincinnati, and the Chiefs are five-point favorites. We need the Chiefs to win this game. That's step one. The Ravens 8-7 and seven will be playing at home once again versus the Rams. The Rams are four-and-a-half-point favorites. We need the Rams to win this game. That's step two. Both 1 o'clock games. Here's the kicker. The Browns sitting at 7-8 and last in the division, playing the Steelers on the road, 7-7-1. Seven, seven and one. Monday Night Football, it's Ben Roethlisberger's, potentially his last game, unless they somehow win the division. This is it. The final countdown. Browns are going to Steelers, and they're favored to win by three and a half points. Ben Roethlisberger is going to have family and friends and everyone in attendance. This is potentially the last hurrah. If Baker Mayfield has anything left in that shoulder of his, anything left in that ankle of his, I don't know what's going on with his knee. I have no idea what's going on with his mentals. It sounds to me like he's still as strong as ever. When the season's over, we can take take a step back and look at everything he's done. If you really thought that there was any sort of passing of the torch in the AFC North last year, when Mayfield went and led the Browns, Heinz Field, and got up four touchdowns, If you thought that that was any sort of passing of the torch, you were falsely mistaken. This is the NFL. You have to improve every single week. You have to improve every season. This has not been an ideal season for Baker Mayfield. In fact, I'd make the argument that none of these seasons have really made sense. Head coaching situation. Offensive coordinator situation, who's calling the play situation, who's developing him situation, the injury situation, the drama. I have no idea what's going to happen Monday night. But if this is it for Ben Roethlisberger and Heinz Field, Baker has went there and won it once. He won the, the, when I say once, he won the one that mattered. He's got to somehow just be good enough to carry this offense. The defense has shown out. Got a lot of guys back from COVID. Jedrick Wills, Jarvis Landry, list goes on. If the Browns beat the Steelers, the Rams beat the Ravens, and the Chiefs beat the Bengals, there's one more game to win. All that matters then is that when the Bengals come to First Energy Stadium, 
next weekend, the Browns control their own destiny. And I hate to say it to all the toxic fans, any of you toxic listeners, you Joe Burrow lovers, Joe Burrow's 0-3 against the Browns. I fully expect if those three scenarios pan out that the Browns will be three and a half point favorites at home. I don't know what else to say. You have two very likely scenarios of the Chiefs beating the Bengals and the Rams beating the Ravens. And I can't wait for Sunday. Give me those two results there. Oh my God. Monday night's going to be a blessing. Kick back and enjoy. Because I don't want to get I don't want to get loud here. But a lot of you, and we've done it before in the past on the show, a lot of you have forgotten what it was like to go one in 31. Maybe some of you didn't go to those games. That Johnny Manziel took a nap in the end zone. The wrong one. And it shows. Twitter's became so incredibly toxic that I literally have to just scan through it and not even look for the good. Let's get through Sunday and then Monday Night Football. What do you say? <laughs> Let's talk about something fun, though, okay? Guys, 33 and 22 on the season. We had a 4 and 1 Christmas weekend, 60% on the season. Let's go. That's plus 7.7 units on the season. We had a 2.6 unit weekend. If you bet 100 play dollars on our picks every game this year, you'd be up $770. In the hardest games to pick. The primetime ones. How much did it cost you to listen to the podcast? How much did it cost you to have a Twitter account and subscribe to the tweets that you're only going to get a handful of them a week? It's free. Thursday Night Football was our one stinker. And Andy and I had argued about this one. And unfortunately, we were on the losing end. We took the 49ers minus three on the road. At Tennessee, and Tennessee went out right, 20 to 17. San Francisco was relatively hot. It was only three points. Um, and Tennessee had the walk-off winner. I really, really, really wanted to take Tennessee plus three. But, hey, we can't go by emotion. We have to go by fact and um, kind of a gut feeling sometimes. And the gut feeling told us uh, to go with Tennessee, but the math went out. However, that was our one L for the weekend. Saturday night football, Christmas, we took the Browns plus seven and a half on the road at Lambeau. And obviously, as you know, Green Bay won 24 to 22. It's not the way you want to win a bet, but seven and a half points, seven and a half points. So that was our first win. And then Saturday night football, again, Christmas, we took the Colts plus three on the road and won outright 22 to 16. I don't know what's going on with Kyler Murray, guys. He gets he gets goofy when when... In the backfield now. Still laterally looks amazing, but oh my goodness. So, 2-1. and one. 
Did not put this on the podcast. It's on the Twitter. Once again, <laughs> if you're not following the Twitter at Tailgoats or Facebook at Tailgoats, Instagram at Tailgoats, TikTok at Tailgoats, I almost said Failgoats. Maybe someone will make an account making fun of us. You get the free parlays that we are giving out now and maybe sprinkle a few more next year. We pushed this one out. I know Taylor jumped on it. I know Andy jumped on it. I know I jumped on it. Giants, Eagles over 41. Lions plus 7.5. And then Panthers, Buccaneers under 44.5. We almost blew that one with one second left in the game. One unit paid out 5.9 units. You bet $100 on that parlay, you walk away at $590. Play money. We put out another one. Chicago, Seattle under. Chiefs minus 10, that hit, and Raiders pick them, that hit. The, the Bears, uh, Seahawks, 41 points. We uh, I hate taking unders. It was like a blizzard. And they, they hit the over. They hit the over with a few minutes left. So whatever, we take that L. So up 4.9 units on the parlays, but we don't count those. So 2-1, Sunday night football. I told people to bet privately. I told people to bet every dollar they had available to them to gamble on the Dallas Cowboys. Dallas Cowboys at home minus nine versus the Washington football team. They won by 42. It was never close. So congratulations to those of you that put more. I'm more conservative and smart. I do one unit at a time. And that's why I can keep the electricity on here at home and not the casinos. Monday night football. This point we're three and one. We really like the Dolphins minus three because Ian Book stinks. They won 23. That game was terrible. Dolphins won easy. 4-1 on the weekend. 33-22 and 22 on the season. Amazing work, guys. All righty. We did a bowl challenge. Let's see. I got to make sure I get an update here because Mark is near... First place, it looks like Rolls deserve to lose. Okay, so the game's still going on. I'm going to text them that need an update because right now through, it's a 40-game challenge. 25 games in. I remind you, I'm going to rewind here. The password was beat the goats. We're giving away an Ohio State CJ Stroud signed helmet. The password to the group was beat the goats. A lot of pressure on Mark Sarzik right now. Man in the middle. 16 and 8 in his bowl pickups. Let's go. That's unbelievable. That's good for 66%. Get out of here. What is that? What is, I mean, that's he's he would be up $128 right now if he bet on every every game. That'd be up he'd be up 6 uh yeah, 6.4 units. Good for you, Mark. But that Tennessee game, uh, Steve Rojek is right behind him. Steve, I don't know if you're listening to the show. Make sure you're following us on Instagram. Send us a message. I want to know if you hear this. 15 and 10. Got three tied for third. Frank Simcoe, listener of the show. James Treat, not sure but if you listen to the show, but I'll reach out to you soon. And Tim Schatz, I know you listen to the episodes here and there. All three, 14, 11. You're in, you're in striking distance. And then my father-in-law, 13-8. He didn't get in all the picks because we had to get him set up, but he's right there. He's in fourth place, striking distance. And then I'm 12-12. and 12. Andy's 10-15. Andy doing wild stuff. Who knows? I don't. 
I mean, Andy gets wild with his picks sometimes, but the man ends up on top. I, I don't know how he does it. New Year's Eve, Bama, minus 13 and a half. They're the first game. They're playing Cincinnati. I mean, look, I think Cincinnati is going to win by, I, I think Cincinnati, or I'm sorry, I, I think Cincinnati is going to score, make it interesting in the first half. Luke Fickle's a great coach. He just doesn't have the same weapons as Alabama. And I I mean I fully expect I, I fully expect Alabama to win big. Maybe three touchdowns. I wouldn't be surprised if it's a three touchdown game Alabama right off the get go. Let's see. I'm maybe a crow. I mean, maybe I'm not giving Cincinnati enough respect. Georgia, minus seven and a half versus Michigan. Uh this is my pick of the day. Just confidently take Michigan. I don't I, I don't know if they're gonna I think that they're gonna win outright. If you like, take Michigan money line. Um, but I think George is the biggest fraud here. I think Cincinnati, Georgia is actually an interesting matchup. But we have uh Andy's taking Michigan and Bama, Michigan winning, and then Mark and my and myself are taking Michigan Bama and Bama winning outright, not by the the number, the number picks against the spread. That's a boy. We'll be on Twitter tomorrow at Tailguts. No Mark, no Andy. I could talk some Cavs. 20 and 14, number three in the Central Division right now. Ricky Rubio tore his ACL. That stinks. He was awesome off the bench. Did awesome starting when Darius Garland's out. And uh, Mark and I were so high on Evan Mobley. I can't stop gushing over it. Rookie of the year candidate, 14 and 8. 2.4 assists per game, almost a steal per game. This number's just sexy. 1.8 blocks per game, 48% from the field, 34% for three. Come on, 78% free throw shooter. The Cavs are fun. Cavs are the most profitable team in the NBA. So much fun. Um, That's about it. I'm going to wrap up with the future of the podcast going into 2022. If you are interested in getting on the show, we have opportunities where I'm not here, Andy's not here, and Mark's not here. And obviously, I'm here by myself. Um, we had Jordan fill in. You reach out to Jordan Job, the Chad. Ask him how much fun he had in studio here. He had a blast. So much fun. If you're knowledgeable in, in the sports and you want to have some fun, hit us up and we'll get you in for an episode. With that being said, we're going to try to get some like actual athletes in here. <laughs> Keep working at it, you know? Fun stuff. We are going to attempt to do a scheduled live stream once a month. So these live streams will be the show with a dedicated opportunity to call in and have your comments addressed actually on the show. That's fun. This uh, Capital One Beat the Goats Bowl Pick'em was so much fun that we are contemplating having uh, this UFC pick'em, which there'll be more to come. We are we are dangling with the fact that we may do it on ESPN and just pick the outright winners of the fights. You'd have to pick the whole card. And then we would do like a giveaway maybe once every three pay-per-views and then maybe one like little giveaway each one. Something small, maybe a gift card. But something to play for, you know? We we did the CJ Stroud helmet, so we're not, obviously, 
with the success we've had, we're not afraid to give away big, big items. And that's a, that's a pretty big one. And then here's the last topic I'm going to talk about tonight. And that is bar Willie hall of fame. It's down here in the basement. If you do not know what bar Willie hall of fame is, I started in 2016. And what we did was we took and invited people to vote on athletes that participated in the year 1986 on that's the year of my birth. And we inducted one member in each year. Okay, so 2016 was the first year. You got like 15 nominations. You got the sheet in the mail. Now we do everything online. And you had to um, nominate 15 athletes, male or female, doesn't matter. And all they had to do was participate 1986 on. And then we compiled the list and... We came off with a, a cutoff point of how many nominations people got and then did a final vote where you ranked 10 through 1, 10 points being the most and 1 point being the least, of who you think should get in. And Michael Jordan got in in 2016. In 2017, um, Wayne Gretzky got in. And then uh, 2018, Tiger Woods got in. So we had three members in. For the classes of 2016, 17, and 18. And listener David Susie and I right now are compiling a way to do a catch-up session. And if you are interested in voting, we are reviewing all the old ballots. And we'll be getting rid of some of the people who voted that their votes literally actually made the program worse. Okay? So we're looking for solid uh, people and knowledgeable people that they think that they'd be able to uh, give a solid ballot and then their vote would mean a little bit more to the legitimacy of who's getting in. Now, make no mistake right now that Michael Jordan, Wayne Gretzky, and Tiger Woods are all deserving. There's a few names that you can make the argument for this last one when Tiger Woods got in because Tiger Woods is still active. But... If you are interested, reach out and we will get you set up. That is all I've got. It's 26 minutes in. That's that's fun. So we appreciate everybody. Once again, I'll be live on my Twitch channel, twitch.tv backslash go underscore Klee underscore DJ. I will be on there tomorrow night at 9 o'clock. Come and join in on the fun. And I hope each and every one of you had a very, very Merry Christmas, and I hope you all have a very safe, happy new year. For me to tell you about myself, I just can't give you a whole spiel. <laughs> I don't even know where you're sitting at. <laughs> <laughs>